Coming to you from inside the Waterson Expressway. Greatness started in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the only podcast that misses cahoots. This is What High School Did You Go To? With your hosts, Chris Hatfield and Gabe DeVerge. Louisville is the greatest. We could just go ahead and go, Chris. Are you? Are you? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Uh, the podcast also, so people will be listening to this later. But we're yeah, recording so- this at two, two o'clock, so <laughs> the intro. Imagine the intro just went by, and and, and now we're in here. Um, Chris, we we are talking about a um, a quite a day in Louisville athletics history, uh, or Louisville history, Louisville University of Louisville, um, where uh, you know Dr. Neely Bendapudi or Neely Bendapudi, she's not a doctor, uh, left. <laughs> Um, left the University of Louisville this morning for to accept a job at Penn State University, and uh, one Vince Tyre will no longer be the athletic director. His um, uh, his letter of resignation has been accepted. Uh, Chris, I, I, I want to give you I want to give you the floor. I want to give you the mic. Um, you know, because uh, it's uh, it's where, where are you at? Where where are your feelings? Where are your vibes? So I'm gonna yell and scream. For like a minute or two, <laughs> please, and then we can get back to our regularly scheduled programming and having an actual conversation. But I'm going to do that first. So once again, the University of Louisville is at a place where everyone who left is in a better place than the fan base, and part of this has been created because a lot of lot of people had personal narratives to push had personal agendas to push to distort a story of what was happening. I think that is the biggest contributing factor to the fractured fan base. And because you have that, you, you cannot sell that, hey, this is a fresh start. This could be awesome because we get a new president, we get a new athletic director. Maybe that's what Louisville needed. No, you can't do that anymore. Because the fan base is as fractured as it has ever been because people have personal narratives that they wanted to push when only in reality three to four people in the entire city of Louisville knew 100% without a doubt what was happening here. And really, that's the only say to start this off. It's the same damn thing that we talked about in the podcast. You look on Twitter right now, and it is as toxic as it ever been and i've been a fan for my entire life and it's as bad as it's ever been and i don't want to preach to fans because nobody needs to preach to this fan base you can react to this situation but this is how i feel that's that's really all i gotta say our podcast isn't about yelling and screaming at the loudest. That's not how we do this. But I had to get that off my chest for a moment. I appreciate it, Chris. I'm sure every I'm sure folks in here uh, are, are are happy this you know that you responded that you reacted. And, I, and um, I'll mute and I'll let you fire back on how you feel. No, no, we, no, no. We can no. jump off from there. No, we will jump off here. I think we, you know, I see some folks already requesting, uh, you know, what we, we want, we want to hear from the people. That's what, that's what this is about. Um, I th- chatted, chatting around. I, I'm over here cackling right now because Pat Forty was at the, the, the fucking paddock shops at, <laughs> and saw Vince Tyree walking out of a restaurant. 
Um, this is just the weirdest fucking town in America. That, that's just a very Louisville thing. Just the most Louisville thing I've ever heard. Um, absolutely screaming at that. Um, Chris, I, I, I have to admit, I, 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 you were one of the first people. Um, you know, I kind of, I kind of waited it out on, you know, what's going on with the situation. You know, I heard, uh, I saw someone else mention something similar, and I was like, okay, you know, I kind of feel like I need to to tell the people close to me that I'm hearing this. Um, and, um, I was in shock that when I heard that Neely Bendapudi was, uh, leaving the university, uh, it explained why, why, um, why Tim Sullivan wasn't able to find her in the, in the Edgar Mary Hall. As he was um, climbing the stairs. Climbing the stairs. Uh, By the way, b- biggest winner of the week, Tim Sullivan, hands down. Uh, no question. Someone tried to say Chris Mack. Uh, if, if I, I respect that thought, um, Maybe long term, but winner of the actual week, hundred uh, percent Tim Sullivan. Who or maybe just, uh, maybe Bob Baffert too. Nobody's nobody's God. talking about him, you know. That's a great point. Like one of like three communities in the country where that would have actually mattered. Um, and uh, yeah, so we, we don't talk about it. Um, I, I was pretty shocked. Um, I will say a few things. Uh, I, I'm really disappointed. Um, not even necessary from an athletics point of view. I want to kind of put that out there. I know, I know that's what people come to us for in a lot of situations. Um, I disagreed with the, you know, I, I wish that Neely, I don't know if I disagreed. I the, is the best, best way to put it. I wish Neely would have done a better job of communicating her intense and interest in athletics. Um, I wish you would have done a better job of taking the narrative uh, and and helping people understand that she wasn't going to vandy the university because I don't I I really not for a second believe that that's what this is all about. Um, and, and by the by the way, she's I, unlike what some other people would say. I, she's completely at fault for her silence. Being no silent question. yesterday, no if you're not taking another job, it's completely unacceptable no on so question. many levels. The uh, fans I mean, don't owe an answer, but yeah. when they pay to attend games, to donate to the university, those people deserve a comment when you clear the way for your athletic director to leave and nobody says anything for multiple days in a row. I couldn't agree more, Chris, and I, I was, you know, definitely, definitely speak to that. Um, uh, I just, I, I, as someone who honestly, it's, it's funny. I, I, you know, I, I love talking about U of L sports. I have more kind of friends and, um, what you might call sources, acquaintances in, in U of L's academic kind of hierarchy than I do in athletics. And, um, people were, were, were happy with what was going on. And yeah, I, I think nearly, you know, a lot of the frustrations are deserved. Um, but, um, you know, she was doing things that that I think this community should should be proud of in the academic department and um, and even in some of the business world with what's going on with the hospital. Um, and the job wasn't done. And leaving this uh, this community rudderless, um, this this U of L community and this engine to the to to the city. I mean, uh, Louisville to be a successful city needs a great university, not just in between four lines. Um, but you know, downtown doing, doing, doing things at, in hospitals with, with alumni across all industries. Um, and, and she was bringing the university to a great place. Um, so I, I just wanted to, you know, I, I tweeted out, you know, I, I'm, I'm 
send out again my regards and, and my thoughts for everyone who's worked there. And she came back to campus after that weird time of postal and whatever and all that, all that jazz. Um, my thoughts go out to everyone who, you know, and, and also in the athletic department, who's been working their behinds off since, um, since Tom left and, and trying to rectify things, trying to put us on a better course. And I think egos get in the way a lot and, and not everyone involved who works under Neely is, is uh, deserves the ire that that she might you know might or might not you know receive and same thing with vince um there's a lot of good people working at the university of louisville um they deserve our support i it's i love seeing all these people at the volleyball game i wish i could have made it um it, you know it, but it, people supporting i hope people will come out tomorrow but generally i'm just i'm just like there's half of me that I can't help but laugh <laughs> at how ridiculous this all you is. I, I can't help but laugh and I can't help but be mad. Cause it's just like, here we are back in square one. And you're right. The fans, the people who care, the people who actually care, you know, Mark Ennis said something really, really, uh, you know, I think profound and, 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 and good. Um, the Vince's and the Neely's and the Scott's and the Brahms and the Max. They're not going to be here for forever. Well, maybe prompt, but just because they're from here. But for the majority, for the majority of these people, they're going to come and go. The, yes, Louisville and, and and more ways than one is a stepping stone school, unfortunately, and we've been grappling with that for our pretty much our entire our entire lives. But uh, those of us who are on this teams around this uh, spa- spaces, excuse me, those of us from afar who are watching games will always be there. And it doesn't change when we accept a new job and we like, oh, I was to wear blue, as Neely said this morning in her speech. Yeah, I mean, we have uh, we have got to get first off when you say things like that, you just sound like a little ass brother, dude. Like, I'm, I, I don't know what to, <laughs> don't know what to tell you. The stereotypes that Kentucky fans have are completely right yeah. when you say say stuff like that. And if people want to have the conspiracy theories, I can certainly bend into them a little bit more than I have previously done before. But at the same time, dude, we've got to get to the point to where we can have some legitimate criticism, but it doesn't have to be you have to fire this person just because you have criticism. Oh, of course. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying no, that. And I, no, I know, I know you're not saying that. But what we've seen this week is just there's absolutely no in the middle, no nuance. It's all extremes. Mm-hmm. And if yep. you continue to do that, people are going to continue to get pushed out the door. And I mean, no question. I don't think that's what happened here. Like, Neely went to, to Penn State, which academically. You're going to take that job. You're going to take yeah. that job. I'm not, I'm not I mean, mad at her for taking the job. I'm just, I just lament the, the timing. Right. And so Vince did what he was probably going to do a few months from now. And maybe he did it a little bit early because he was just done. But still, going forward. There's got to be some type of degree of understanding in the Louisville fan base that not every single person that gets hired at the University of Louisville is of course. a Kentucky plant or is out. No, the no, 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 no. But I think there's. I think. But it feels still, like it's been that man. I, I don't think that. I'm not saying. I, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying. I, I, I do. Like when when we had that period of time where it's like, oh, Vince Tyree might keep the job now that Neely's gone. I text you, fuck that, dude. Fuck that. If you don't want to be here, I don't want you here. I think I, I think there's a difference between thinking I, I think the, the the UK, you know, stereotype of little brother and actually wanting people who want to better things around here. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I was just saying the rhetoric around of course, everything of course. Ha- has been that way. And I would agree with you. I don't know how Vince has escaped the ire 
of Louisville fans when every yeah. single person that has yes. left the University of Louisville from an athletic department has hated the only person I can think of that you can probably make the argument that wasn't really hated was Charlie. <laughs> Everybody else, why, why is Vince such the good guy here? I, I, I think I think there's more animosity towards Vince than maybe than maybe we're, we're talking about here. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe people maybe people might have that. I, I want to make sure we bring some folks in. So maybe we chat for a couple more minutes. And if you got something to say, you can queue up and we'll we'll bring you up and, and talk about it. Um, no, but I think just generally, I think there's a level of. I don't know. I don't know. There, there's going to be some people who are going to push, you know, that they, the, the, you know, I don't know. It, it's so weird. It, like you said, everyone, <laughs> everyone's got messaging. Everyone's got messaging. Everyone's got their narrative. And I just, you're it right. Just gets, it just gets exhausting for me, man. I just, that, I, I just want to kind of get people on the same page. And I don't, I don't know what you do to fix that. I really don't. Because it is, it was fractured after Tom left because you had Tom guys and you had people that weren't Tom guys. Yeah. And now even if you bring in another president and another, another athletic director, am I really to believe that over 50% of the fan base is going to be on the same page? No. Like I'm just asking for over half. Let me, let me tell you something that's going to be fun in the next week or two. Uh, the, the provost of the university um, Everyone's going to suddenly suddenly have an opinion on the provost. The well, let me tell you, she, you, you want to guess where she went to school? I need to. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, so there's that that's going to come down. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, a quick shout to the University of Louisville Athletics Program for considering a three per three dollar per ticket increase across the board um for sick, se- football sick. season tickets you know shout out read the room folks um any other things before we start bringing people up chris can i get you to just rank the biggest winner and the biggest loser between scott satterfield chris back and bob baffert <laughs> i sincerely think that bob baffert's number one the louisville is one of like three places in america that's actually going to have a a non uh eighth page story talk about this okay um and um that that he got out of it for that. So I think legitimately number one, uh, number two's probably Scott Satterfield because he esca- escapes all the ire. Uh, and number three, I think is Chris Mack, but long-term, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I still have, still have more faith in Chris Mack than I think that most people do. So I think he, all the questions about him, hopefully in the next eight months are, are figured out. Uh, and, and maybe people kind of, um, you know, take their hands off the, take their hand, their, their foot off the pedal a little bit on the, on the, that train. Um, and I don't know, we'll see. What about you? What do you think? You, am I, am I wrong? Am I, I mean, I would have to go back for number one. I would probably go Mac two and Satterfield three, because I still think we're headed towards the path. We're still, yeah, yeah, probably that makes sense. Yeah. I don't understand that's not even a conversation point now because so much other shit's going on, but there still <laughs> isn't a way for me to understand how there's going to be fans at the game for 90% of the games next year. Like that's a, that's a whole other thing. Um, yeah, I guess we can let people hop in for 15 minutes and then we can kind of reset and finish up here. Um, cool. Uh, yeah. we'll bring Coop up, uh, who I know is a Kentucky fan. Um, but you know, He's, he's a good dude, so I'm sure he's just not going to just say ridiculous things. Um, Coop, you can unmute. Hey. Hey, how I'm are you? I'm doing well. How are you all? 
I, I, I could be better. I'm unwell. Um, I just had a, a wild out of the box th- thought. Please. Chris Mack being the winner in all of this. Is it possible that Kid Rock will now become a f- bigger part of Louisville Athletics? It's <laughs> a great question. Um, uh, there might be some consideration for him to be president. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I also just wanted to let everybody know that I have three tickets available to the Kentucky and Louisville game. If you need them, oh. just hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> so he's, he's always got three guys. He's always All right, got th- three. Thanks, Kid. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, listen, we had to, I really respect that we went from, we went from Pitbull uh, to Kid Rock. (laughs) Um, What's like the next, what's like the next probable, like how, where do we go? I think Kenny G maybe. Yeah, there's got to be something in the next genre that we have to cross over because we've done urban pop and rock. So there's got to be like country folk coming up soon. For Someone sure. hop up here. Who wants? Who wants in? Who wants to have their set? Uh, if they don't, I, we can we can keep going for a few more minutes. If you want, I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, what is what is even the remote timeline going forward now? Um, it looks like they'll Neely is still in quote unquote till the end of the year. And then sounds like she might have like a six month kind of wait period before taking over, taking over at Penn state. I had actually, I know like one person who works at Penn state, just like an online friend. And I asked him like, what's going on over there. And like, what if you, it's like, is like their, their presence, the, the situation is like terrible. And uh, they hate, they absolutely hate the person. Does um, everybody hate their fucking president, dude? I, I don't know. <laughs> One thing he also noted is that like being president at Penn State is really, really hard. And it's like I a large organization, a lot of, um, a lot of uh, con- like, not congressional, but like legislative control that can be wielded apparently. Um, so like doing like sometimes like people like to meddle, um, and then you just, you know, you, on the athletics part of it, it's, I don't know. I mean, you've got a, a football team that can't seem to ever put it all the way together. You and I were joking of like, um, uh, that James Franklin, like good for her that she didn't have to do a, um, uh, an, an extension, but I was like, well, James Franklin, I kind of think sucks. Uh, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that contract extension getting there for about two weeks before she got there is very funny because I'm not yeah, sure so, it would have been so like, easy with her with yeah. her being there. What I have no you, idea. Yeah, go ahead. What do you think? Just popping some stuff in my head. What do you think the legacy of Vince Tyree is? That's a great is it, question. Is it anything other than the alley? <laughs> it's the alley. Um, I. It's. It, it, I think. I think there'll be. A, I don't know, man. Because the thing is, like, his legacy isn't fully written until we figure out what's going on with the NCAA, right? I would imagine so. I mean, he's going to be involved in those conversations, which, no matter what. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, like. I mean, he, I don't think they really have anything left to do. But if they do have to go back and interview more people or whatever, he's going to be leaned upon um, to give insight in that stuff. So that's that's a huge part of it. But beyond that, you know, I read that statement nearly today about the university being in a better place than it was before she took over. And yeah. it, it felt like, you know, we were going towards that. But I'm not sure it really feels like that anymore, does it? I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I mean, I think I think in a lot of ways it has, and, and there's been some good decisions. But I mean, the athletics part aside, I, I don't know. It's it's uh, it remains to be seen, doesn't it? Uh, I really quickly want to just point to the fact that like it's super funny to me. I'm watching this this volleyball game, and uh, they like to do the thing that they do in basketball. Like, yo, for this possession, we're gonna like put the camera somewhere that isn't natural. And they do that by like being behind one of the teams, and it just it just makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy you feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only bat. That's my only volleyball take. Um, yeah. It was it was a solid one. Can we appreciate a moment that Vince may have been the first person over the age of fifty years old from Louisville that grew up in Louisville to turn down the opportunity to to take a job in Florida. <laughs> The destined dream is dead. The destined dream is dead. Yeah, man. Um, that's that's just it's, any place that can happen is here. But yeah, <laughs> um, I want to talk legacy. I like legacy for for Neely. What do you think? <laughs> is it like that that moment today in the Penn State press conference where she comes out and says that her name means blue and Hindu? I literally about I, 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 I saw the tweet and I just like keeled over and died uh just like in terms of like laughing um and then of course i guess just like yeah we should have known uh just increase you know like definitely all of the conspiracy theories are now true she's a plant etc etc i thought you know that's that's all fun another fun thing to know is that it's going to take a long long time to get a new president so like don't everyone freak out and and game plan and and you know pregame that um it's probably going to be what next i think i think probably it was, like a, next, it was a it was a year process a little over a year yeah so next um, next fall we should expect something um so they'll, they'll probably promote like an in interim but right the 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 provost who i was just i think her name's like Lori. i don't know the last name off the top of my head so i don't want to get it wrong um but she did go to the university of kentucky so yeah, yeah. I look forward. I look forward to that, those message board, those message board comments, or message, you know, insider posts. You know, yeah. That's about <laughs> it, man. Other, I mean, <laughs> we're just going to keep repeating the same stuff that we're going to keep repeating. It's going to take a while to digest everything. I mean, I said how I felt, still feel that way, and yeah, I'm just mad. It, it's funny though because like so often with the stuff that's gone on at at Louisville. I've got to the point to where I'm not mad anymore. It's just funny. But today yes, I kind of, yeah. I kind of felt the anger come back. A little no, bit I definitely, today, I definitely, which is, did. which is wild. I, yeah, sort I was of making, felt it making last sure night. it was still, I'm glad it's still there. Like I, I sort of felt it last night and just like, just like really just, just a, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I know you, you joked with me. That's, that's the Kentucky thing, but I'm just, I'm super bummed, man. It's just, it's a bummer. It's, it's like, I can't, I can't help to get in the feels a little bit. Why don't you want me no more? Like type of thing. I don't know, man. Like, it's just like, it's one thing I completely agree. It's like one thing where it's like, it just keeps happening. It just keeps, it just, the the weird stuff generally just around this university keeps happening. It's like, are we cursed? What is, what is up with this? It's just, um, I never understand. I, I I understand everyone, you know, wanting to be critical. I, I agree with criticism, with the ability to criticize. It's a fan's right. It's a donor's right to criticize. Um, 
And I, and I, so like I get frustrated when people, for all the people involved, for Tyra, for Tyra, Satterfield, Neely, like, yo, we don't, you know, you don't need to just be mad and want this person gone all the time. I've heard that a few times today. And there's no need to, there's no need to carry water for these people anymore. I tweeted that out. There's no need to carry water. These people are gone. You don't have to protect them anymore. Um, It's just a blanket statement. (laughs) I think you're saying kind of an elongated way to so often with, with you and I, we don't feel like what's being said is the person's real opinion. Uh, Yes. And I've heard people frustrated because everyone knows this. Everyone knows that everyone is, I don't know, man. And this, we joked about this. This only happens in college sports markets. Like the pros, it's not, it's not like that. Yeah. It only happens (laughs) in a few towns really like, cause not so many people care. Like there's a few towns that could happen in Louisville. I would imagine it would happen, you know, in Raleigh, but there's not many places where people are going to care this much about college athletics. It's just the reality of it. Um, Let's bring you a second. I do want to ask you a question real quick. Please, that's nice. okay. Yeah. Main main objective, and like a sentence or less for the new athletic director. What what's the most important thing they have to accomplish relatively quickly? Like like immediacy. I mean, yeah, not necessarily a weird way to phrase well, it. Well, I think main, the question what, is, main, what's the, the most pressing thing? Um, I think just I think just getting the fan base under control. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how like easy that is. I'm assuming it's too late to fire Scott Satterfield. <laughs> um, um, but I think just getting the I think getting everyone under control. Yeah, and just and just a unified front, man. Like you said, every the fan base is divided as hell. The yeah, fan base is divided like, as hell. I don't want to say something negative about Scott Satterfield and then have the dude come in and be like, "God, you're a dumbass." He want to get no. I'm happy. Yeah, they want a football game. Like that's not what I want to do. Yeah, but we did that all year. We had to do that all year. Shout out to <laughs> God. Let's bring Ryzen up. <laughs> Ryzen, you should be good, man. So I have some, I have a couple of thoughts and questions for you guys. Please bring them. I'm assuming there's a decent out there in the world that want, you know, these jobs that pay $650,000 to a million dollars a year, you know? Yeah. We'll find jobs. They seem like we'll find president. We'll find an AD. There's a lot of people that care about the university of Louisville that are already working on replacing them. Um, Athletically. Do you guys think that, the university will be in a better place with a different president. I know Neely had a reputation for not valuing athletics. Is this better long-term from an athletic perspective? I don't have a strong opinion about that one way or another. I think, I think the thing I, 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 I think both Vince and Neely were hamstrung in like two specific ways. And and those and we talked a little bit on the pod that like those those ways like intersected with each other. I think Neely, one of the primary reasons she was brought in, of course, is to clean up clean up for lack of a better word, athletics. All all shoes that were coming by, I, she a hundred percent was was here to do that. Um, and so that kind of gets in the way with where Vince had to you know kind of wheel and deal and like stabilize athletics in a lot of ways. 
And by by the nature of that goal and mission for Neely, it involved being probably more involved in athletics than a university president maybe should be. Um, and yeah, I mean, any, that- any any president that came into the situation, there was going to be a natural rift between the athletic department and the president. That was the yeah. situation that they that they came into because of what happened here. How much that was to the case to the degree, I don't know. And I'm not going to say how much yeah. I know. And I think that directly fe- affects how you answer that question. For sure. For sure. And I think just moving forward as in terms of to answer the actual like long-term thought of it, I, I think, I think athletic wise. Yeah. I, 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 but on, on the Tyree front, I mean, there's, there's, there's things that Tyree couldn't do because he would immediately follow Tom and because Tom was deposed the way he was like gotten rid of. Right. So I think anyone, no matter if they're there, you know, the, the candidates that potentially could be getting the job sounds like they, they have a little more, you know, kind of relationships with Tom or our, our sort of protégés of him, uh, of Tom Jurich. I, I think just by the nature of not being the guy that replaced Tom Jurich, the person who replaces Vince is going to have maybe a little more leeway to, you know, fundraise or get involved with some of the donors that left. And I, I like, I partially like, I both blame Vince and don't blame Vince for that. But I do think that there's going to be like a level of like, maybe you can get the Lynn family back in the fold, you know, like maybe, maybe you can get Jonathan blue to be a little bit more on board. Um, and some, and there's plenty of other names and, and folks that nobody knows about cause they don't tweet, uh, <laughs> you know, on, on all of it. Uh, a lot of people left cause of Tom. And I think they were never going to get with Vince, not because who Vince was or because who Neely was to be quite honest, but just because their guy got let go. And if, you know, Devin Thomas or Josh Harrod comes back and says, time to come home. Let's go rebuild this thing. Um, I think they're going to have a little bit easier time at that dinner table. <laughs> that makes sense. Cool. <laughs> Next slide. Are we the first school in the history of schools that can hire? We can poach both the president and an AD from another school. <laughs> What, what school are you trying to poach from? I don't know. I wanted to ask you guys. I was like, what's your what's your dream non-Power 5 school that you poach an AD and a president from? Any, any, my answer would just be like based upon pettiness because I'm not going to pretend you that I have a short list. <laughs> yeah, I don't of, have takes. Of, 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 of presidents. Um, I want you to think about it, all right? I will think about it. I'll Fire off a tweet. At some point. Um, and, and let you know, I will um, say, I will, you know, in this vein, uh, I do want people to remember that Neville Pinto, who was the, uh, he was the interim president for a period of time in the provost previously. Uh, he's the president at Cincinnati and, uh, they've done pretty well. I don't know who their AD is, but destroying, um, destroying Cincinnati's program would be pretty fun. It would be <laughs> pretty funny. I would enjoy <laughs> so, that. There you go. That Maybe we nice. can take their football coach. That's not, yeah, happening. we can do all three. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Ryzen. Let's go get drinks for this game. You said we weren't supposed to pregame yet. Oh, before the game tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, that sounds good. Let's go to Expo. Ooh, I've never been there. That's dope. You can get a cocktail, a beer, and a shot for $10. Oh, that's a mega deal. (laughs) Look at that. All right, I'm off. All right. uh, I'm pretty sure Keith uh, was the next one to request, even though... Dad, I think it does in alphabetical order. So I'm fairly certain Keith was next and then dad online. Keith, 
Are you still in a, a country? <laughs> no, I have been uh, out of Caribbean country for a while. I am back in nice, <laughs> sunny, warm Chicago land. Oh yeah. <laughs> What, what, what's your take, man? How, 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 what's the view from up there? Well, first, uh, Chris, why don't you take a step back from that ledge, my friend? There are still <laughs> some fans out there that can apply uh, advanced concepts such as nuance or reasoning. <laughs> so you're not alone. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to, man. Um, I'm also trying to walk the balance of not preaching it to those people because I want people to feel the way they want to feel. I mean, if, if anything we've learned with everything that's happened here, people should be able to do that. But we got to calm down a little bit. And honestly, I'm happy that the fan base does have emotion, but yeah, maybe just just take it from like a nine to like a seven for some people. But like bring Brom home, guy. I was about to say, bring Brom home, guy. Are you in here, bro? <laughs> Let's ban you, my friend. <laughs> but uh, oh, I, it's been a wide day, so I've had some conversations with friends. And my apologies if it's windy. But uh, I, it's the Windy City for a yeah, reason. I'm uh, uniquely optimistic. I feel like, like uh, I'm a big Levitard show guy. So listening to like Mike Ryan through University of Miami and their process of coaching a coach and getting a new athletic director, while it isn't exactly the same, I feel like Louisville could sort of see themselves in a situation where there can be a new. Uh, revitalization or breath of life pumped back into Louisville athletics with a change with a new athletic director, with a new president, which, speaking of school presidents, uh, Jim Tressel's available, so maybe we go and knock it up in Youngstown. Oh, God. <laughs> God. <laughs> God so, uh, that said, I, I don't know. I'm uniquely optimistic on the situation, but, uh, Maybe that's just because I don't have any pessimism left after the football season in the last week. So, I don't know. I'm hopeful on the situation, but glad to see I'm not the only one who's at least not all gloom and doom about the situation today. That's fair. What's uh, what? Do, what do you before we, we lose you? What want to see in the next few weeks? What are the things that what, what would matter to you? What would help you out? Well, bring them a new administration or at least a interim AD. Because the last thing I want to see is the school rushing to make decisions to do poor things. Like you mentioned, president likely won't be for a while before one of those is picked out. Uh, interim athletic director, God, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, I came up late last week, early this week. Uh, I believe he was. I think it's Haird. Haird. He was a church guy. I wouldn't mind seeing him step in as an interim. I also wouldn't mind seeing an interim get some authority because I'm still in the uh, get settled field out camp. But uh, (laughs) I don't feel like that's (laughs) happening. But uh, not that I think. Just a roadmap for goals truly the only thing we're missing is the football coach being fired and some camouflage and we could be tennessee (laughs) (laughs) because the athletic the athletic director's gone the president's gone so that would be the next next check mark to get um but yeah rocky top is a banger but no one's gonna deny that (laughs) After all has gone on, at this point, I'm defeated on the sat-out camp, so 
I'm okay. <laughs> as long as he has a short leash rolling into next season, I accept that. I grew up in northern Kentucky, so I grew up on Chris Mack versus Mick Cronin, so I'm already a Chris Mack guy. I... I'm more along the lines of you all when it comes to the basketball side of things. Uh, but no, just communication, transparency, what this last administration said they were going to do. Uh, I would like a new administration to actually do it. Uh, and Definitely. Yeah, an AD who isn't afraid to put a coach's ass on the hot seat in public. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, that, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so sorry I couldn't give any uh, hot take sound bites, but thanks for having me on. No, no, <laughs> we appreciate the tempered. We appreciate the nuance, as we have to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keith, thanks a lot. Don't get too cold up there. That's the plan. Have a good one, fellas. <laughs> take care. Cool. Keith, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, think- I, do, I, do, I do agree with most of that. I it was ni- it's it's a nice it's nice. Uh, I, I want to break in from breaking news. Uh, Louisville women's volleyball team uh, defeated Florida in three straight sets. Um, they like dominated the, the third set. So shout out to them. They're pretty um, good. Moving moving on to the uh, Elite Eight, where they'll play either I think Georgia Tech or Ohio State, I believe. Yeah, um, and also undefeated in doing so and number one in the country. So yeah, pretty, pretty nice. Crazy. Nice to get, nice to get, nice to get a good dub, a good, a good dub before, uh, you know, after, after everything that's gone on for sure. Uh, we've got Evan and uh, data line. I think I'm pretty sure Evan was up first and we'll say, you know, data line's a dude. So he, you know, if, 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 if we were incorrect, I apologize. <laughs> Evan, what, what you got to say? I love the, the, Hey Arnold avatar, just, just absolute balling. Just pop it off mute, Evan. You'll be good. Cool. Got, can you hear me? Cool. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, you're good. Thanks. Uh, good. Yeah, I, wanted, I had a couple thoughts. Uh, I know we're. I, I was curious to hear your guys' take on how uh, this circles back, which is a little bit ironic. It seems like the Satterfield talk is how we got here in the first place, but I haven't heard you know a lot of thought on it the last forty eight hours. I think from a AD perspective, I'm wondering, you know. Obviously, we're probably looking at an interim picture here for a bit, but from an AD perspective, do we think, you know, that the new AD will want to come in and make a favorable decision at the onset? Or is this more of a holding pattern where I don't necessarily want to make a move, give Satterfield a you know year or two before, um, you know, making a landmark decision like that? So that's my first question, kind of what you think this means from an AD perspective. And then the other lens, I guess, that I've been thinking about here is what do we think this, this looks like from Satterfield's end Um, where, you know, as we know, the last couple of years, he's been looking at other opportunities is does all the shakeup potentially, you know, have him looking over shoulder a bit. And I know the, the conversations in recent weeks around Duke and some of these lesser jobs that we thought were, were completely out of the equation, but does the, the shakeup, kind of you know present that opportunity where you think he could potentially be trying to jump ship um you know for now versus later when when uh all this kind of movement is happening over the top so again i know that's thinking further down the line but i just wanted to get somebody else's thoughts as my mind's racing in terms of what this means specifically for football uh you want to go first gabe or you i can go those those are good questions evan i you know i i I think i think we're definitely 100 percent looking at 
having Satterfield at least another year. I mean, obviously, if next year doesn't go great, he's probably he's probably out. Um, so we'll we'll see on that front. Um, but I think he's you know like we joked about he's this is a good week for him. He, he, we we're not worried about how he got his his behind whooped by Kentucky, um, which which I think we still would be talking about. We'd be talking about you know, what's he going to do. I think. Uh, I would love from him, you know, just like as a fan who knows he's going to be back. Uh, I love he, what his plan is. Uh, Larry, Larry Shannon was the name, and I think he got hired Randy, and promoted. Randy, Sh- Randy Shannon, yeah, he did get hired, which is the funniest thing ever. So uh, figure it out, Scott. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a degree with – I would mostly agree with their first point. I still do think there's like – maybe a five to 10% chance that they hire a guy who's really connected with a fan base. And he realizes very quickly that he's got to make a move, but I've mostly put the bed that that's probably not going to happen. Um, as far as the second part, I do think there's an agree with Satterfield where he doesn't necessarily want to be at the Yeah, And that's not, that's not anything that I've sourced or anything that I've talked to. It's just some of the writing on the raw of not just the, the athletic department, but the city itself. I do think there are things about the rhetoric in the city of Volvo that make him feel uncomfortable. Um, and he probably didn't really expect there are things that he's said in the past. You know, what comes to mind is about playing on Friday night and not really understanding that Louisville football kind of made their name on weekday nights and and that, and then not really understanding the rivalry from the get go. I do think there's a part of him that's disconnected from the university. Also not really happy to be here, but at the same time, I will say that the dude's been out there recruiting and basically by all intents and purposes, he's been very quiet about all this stuff. And some coaches, maybe a little bit more outspoken and it could cause a little bit more of a stir if they wanted to. And and on that front, he's kind of been a really good soldier. Um, so if I had to say something very nice about Scott, that's what I would say. Cause they, they've done well in the last few days, you know, they get, they get the transfer from Tennessee. They got the transfer from Miami, both solid players from big time programs. So that they have in the midst of this been able to make some solid moves, but I still kind of fall into the category of where I don't think he's happy here. Yeah. And, and like, you know, we, we mentioned some of the other jobs previously and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm watching the TL. It looks like there's a hold up with, uh, with Virginia situation that they might have to look at a different, um, they might, I, I forget it's the, the co-OC from, um, from Clemson, Tony Elliott, I believe, was there. Um, and, and I'm looking right now at Richard Johnson uh, saying that sources tell him that Virginia has hit a snag of negotiations and someone else mentioned that uh, someone from Michigan, the OC of Michigan, might be an opportunity. Uh, no one's going to – no none of these jobs are mentioning Scott Satterfield. I haven't seen Scott Satterfield mentioned uh, anywhere in relation to Duke. Um, it, it's just um, – He's he's not going to get another job, which is would have been the the best situation for everyone, right? And I I honestly, if if like you said, if the five percent comes true, Chris, I can see Brian Brown leaving now. I, Jeff, I, Jeff I, Brown, but yeah, I, I'm sorry, Jeff Brown. That's what I meant. Yeah, I can't see Jeff Brown leaving now, like at all. So um, I don't know if um, yeah, I, I I don't know about that situation, but we'll see. Evan, any 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 other thoughts? 
hopefully answer no, your questions. No, that was really it. No, I, I, I completely agree. I think, you know, I'm not in the, the camp of immediately jump ship on sat given the, you know, especially Chris, like you mentioned, we've seen some good movement here uh, immediately following the office. Just curious. Cause I'm what, you know, I'm, I'm thinking if, if the, if the Duke job kind of came up in tomorrow, Chris, like you're saying, it does seem there's an element of him trying to get back to, you know, the, the different area of the country or a little bit more connected to. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think, I family, think if, the Duke, so, if the Duke right. job came open and he was offered, he'd leave. The heartbeat. Right. It's happened this week. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just wanted to hear your take on that. Um, I think he, I, I think he was trying to get the Duke job. Yeah. He and made I, that weird <laughs> statement about how he lived nearby. And right. like nah. the only way that makes sense to me now is like that he, that he knew that, that there was going to be a retirement or a, like a, a parting of ways. Yeah. The latest I heard. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm projecting there, but that was super weird after the fact. To me. <laughs> I, 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 I think a little bit. Okay. Okay. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I did. Yeah. I did see the latest on the Duke situation. Is that I, I saw Jason Garrett's name thrown around. <laughs> which, <laughs> I, I saw that too. I wasn't sure if that was for real Z's or if yeah. that was just like a, <laughs> a joke. <laughs> well, thanks Evan. Appreciate cool. it. Right on guys. All right. Have a good one. Have- all right. Anything? Uh, anything before we bring up, bring up the dad online? No, nah, man. Let's get to it. Let's bring him up. Let's bring him up. Should be good. Should be up. The unmute. Yo, what's going on? You guys hear me? We can hear you. How okay. are you? Uh, I could do better. Join the party. <laughs> um, so two things, and the first one is. I don't know if you guys will know this, but with AD and the president situation, when you hire them or when they're working together, is it supposed to be that they are collaborative and they work together on a lot? Or does the president like have an AD and they say, just go do your job and we just, you know, let you go as long as you're within whatever lines. This is a declare. really, really good question because I would say that most Louisville fans would view them as two totally different athletic departments, but a lot of universities, they are collaborative. And however you want to do that, I frankly don't really care. But the the, the norm is, is collaboration, yes. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, I I don't know enough about it, but I I've definitely – I've definitely heard that it, it really does depend on the situation. Be curious to see how that, like what the order of operations will be. Like, do they hire a AD for then a president or vice versa? Yeah. I, don't, I, I think the AD is going to happen first and that's a quicker process. Like I said, like the, and the president, like there's just like rules and stuff. I think like they have to do, they have to pick a search committee and then the search committee has to start. Then there has to be fine for interviews and visits. And, uh, like they do like some like cloistered small groups with other students and stuff. It's, it's a long process. They it's have to do really like a, they have process. to do like a public input session too. I yes. They have to do a listening session. So like, <laughs> yeah. that's what, that's what the whole spring will be. Probably will be the listening sessions, the, uh, getting the, actual hiring committee together which will be like a combination of like faculty staff and like alumni of different ages and groups um and uh, so like the the athletic director situation is probably gonna wait till the spring till after the academic year um probably definitely after basketball season but that in theory could be three weeks and the, 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 that's, that's definitely just not going to be the case with this, with this president 
Okay. Uh, Second thing, I would like to outright dismiss with the notion that there are any insiders of anything athletics related anymore. I'm pretty sure they all are dead and gone with the church regime. I mean, I don't think anybody talked, not that actually knew what was going on, or if they did talk, they were just using people for mouthpieces. I mean, there were so many narrowed. I think there's a, I think there's a degree of everything. I still do think there are people that are connected to the university, but I, I think by nature, you live in the city of Louisville. I mean, it's the biggest small town for a reason. Like things are going to happen yeah. when you when you're talking about the University of Louisville. People are going to hear something inevitably. I do think that as far as the president's office relates to, I think that situation was pretty pretty quiet. But I mean, I guess we'll never really know exactly. Oh, like the president leaving. Yeah, well, just just what was coming out of the president's office about everything. I think there were there were a lot of narratives that were put out there, but I'm not sure any of them were going to be able to say a shadow of a doubt were the prevailing theme because of how quiet everyone was there. I do think from the athletic side and Tyra's side, there was probably more people talking. But from Nelly's, Nelly's side, I don't think anybody was talking. Yeah, no, I, I, I get, I, I get where you're coming from. I definitely, I definitely agree. I, I it, we're definitely, but like to speak to what you're saying, definitely gone are the days where Mike Hughes knows literally everything that's going on with Louisville basketball and is just like, you know, sharing it in his forum um, to a degree that like may have gotten him in trouble a time or two, <laughs> or even worse. I mean, um, Matt Jones knowing everything that's going on, he's like just getting retweet info at this point. I don't think he knows anything. I, Matt Jones, I. I don't know who Matt Jones's bug is, but either they are not in the mix anymore or he just, I don't know because he, he, you're absolutely right. Like he tweeted, like he tweeted, Oh, is, is Neely leaving for Penn state question mark. And then like deleted the tweet yeah, afterward. He, he know, he's and it, he, yeah. So I, I don't know. Again, don't know. I have my theories and I won't voice them now. Yeah. But I, I think I, I think his his best sources that he had that were he knew everything that was happening before Louisville fans knew what was happening. Uh, those days are yeah. over. All right. That's all I got. Thank you. Yeah. See you. Take care. Cool. Anything, Chris, before we move dead online? I forgot to do that. We can, uh, Danny, we can bring Danny up. Yeah, sounds good, man. Shout out to Danny. You know, he's got a nice, um, a nice banner of Joe Burrow. You know, Chris, I know you, you know, you're in the land of Burrow right now. Um, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Athens County, Ohio, where Joe Burrow is the most loved figure on planet earth. So yeah, it's great. Danny, what do you, what do you got? What's your, what's your Joe Burrow type? I, I got a lot of Joe Burrow tapes, but, uh, first thing, <laughs> long time, first time. Thanks for. Thanks for allowing me, guys. Um, yes. Yeah, we could. Thank you for saying long time first. The Joe Burrow stuff <laughs> offline. Uh, the big talking point I am here for is Vince Tyre being being spotted out in the midst of all this in the paddock shops. Do we really think he That's didn't want to be seen? Is that is that just some crazy <laughs> irony? It's the, mo- it's the most lovable thing ever. Honestly. Well, the the, qu- the real question, Danny. I think the answer to that question is what what restaurant was it? Was it Drake's? Well, he's a UK guy, so it was, yeah, definitely Drake's or Malone's. Um, but <laughs> if, 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 my, if my man Malone's. is at Drake, if my man is at Drake's, 
in the paddock shots. I'm going to call it the summit. But in, if he's at Drake's, the day he resigns from the athletic department at the University of Louisville, his story I've ever heard in my life. Well, ever. I, hope it, well I hope we find out the answer to that. I uh, One other talking point here, poor my, my day job is going to really wonder my, why my productivity plummeted yesterday around uh, noon. So I got to get back to it after this. The whole Satterfield <laughs> to Duke thing, like I get maybe he kind of feels some writing on the wall. It's not exactly probably going how he how he perceived it was going to go here um, when he got hired. Mm-hmm. But this is the second straight year that we're hearing these rumors that he's flirting with jobs. I'd come out and admit that I'm a Vince hater. I have been since day one, but like, at what point, and I guess it's, you know, kind of a mole point now that he's gone, but at what point were we going to talk about that, like, you know, maybe this guy is unhappy here, and I don't know. It's, it seems like Vince is a no. bit of a control freak, you know. I don't know. I, I think today – That makes sense. I don't know. I think today is a step in the right direction, and that's something we could go on for hours about that. I kind of got to get back to it at, like I said, at the day job. So I'll hold some of the takes, but I just thought that was interesting because, I mean, it seemed like last year, it really didn't seem like the South Carolina thing didn't have steam. I mean, it that seemed like a very real thing to me. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think I do want to, I do want to say, I think that the, the Duke thing is different. I, I don't, I don't, it, I don't think, I think it was all generated some of it by fans to be quite honest with you. <laughs> and um, I, I, I never saw any any inkling that Duke had interest in him, to be quite back, honest with you. Back to the uh, the Tyra point, though. I do think there's a sense of Vince being a real-life Louisville fan that makes his job maybe a little bit more difficult than it probably needs to be because of how emotionally based it is. I know there are a lot of people in the fan base that want a Louisville guy, right. and that's fine. But at the same time, when you're like an actual real-life fan and you're the athletic director – that makes some of these conversations that you got to have with guys a lot more just different. Um, so I, I could understand someone, I don't view that way, but I could understand someone viewing Vince as kind of like a control guy. But I do think part of the reason of that is because he was a fan. We need an yeah. administrator badly because you're a hundred percent correct. He was just a fan the whole time. I mean, you know, you appreciate he's down there, shaking hands and kissing babies but is is that what we're really looking for here yeah no i think that's a fair it's a, point it's a fair question i think uh, you know and um, you know his ability his 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 sense of tapping into the fan base is why we have the alley i keep joking about that but i just think that's just like a like a, a an absolute layup of an idea but like an administrator who had no experience with the local fan base wouldn't have thought that that was a good idea. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not not sure that I want a guy as the athletic director who's constantly on Twitter monitoring recruiting and, and everything else. Like that's cool to a degree. Yeah. But at the same time, when you get so wrapped up in that, I, I feel like there's other aspects of the job that are much larger that get neglected. And I've always felt that way. But That makes sense. That makes sense to me. It's, it's a long conversation to really go down that road. Danny, I think, well, last point, real quick, off that, please. The debacle with Dino, I think there could be something there with Vince getting hyper involved. That's me completely speculating, to be clear. But th- that whole thing, you know, pretty big gaff on on the staff, but just bizarre. I I can't imagine. I don't know. 
I can't imagine that was completely organic, but I got to get back to the day job, guys. I'll, then I'll, <laughs> I'll turn it back over to you guys. Thanks. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate it. Well, you know, that was good. Um, yeah. I think maybe we reset. We, we you know, we, we, we wind this puppy down. Thank you, everyone, um, for doing it. Um, man, Chris, I don't even know where we, where do we go from here? <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how do you feel? I don't know. I, I, be, I began stuff with that long rant about how I felt like everyone's in a better position than they were before. And mobile fans are once again stuck. But how do you feel about the conversation of maybe this could be a good thing for Louisville because everyone gets a fresh new start? How much do you buy into that? And then what are your concerns from stopping that from happening? Is it just as simple of square step one, unite the fan base, step two, bring back some donors that left, and then step three, start addressing the like individual athletic programs is that kind of how it is i think there's a step that is maneuver the ncaa thing in there um i think that's 100 percent. kind of feel, feels like that already is what it is though right yeah no it is what it is but i think just get us through it i don't know like it's you know there's a level the person's still gonna have to do whatever you know it's that that just that just has to be you know if if it goes as bad as it could be what what do you do um, to, you know, get us out. I, mean, I, I think there's going to be a level of, of maneuvering things and figuring out is Chris Mack the, you know, we'll see how Chris Mack does for the rest of the season. Is he the guy long-term, that type of stuff? You know, just there's going to be a level of that. But I, you're absolutely right, I think, on the first two things. It's um, getting the fan base somewhat unified and getting donors back to the table and getting getting fans back to the table. I, I don't know, man. I, I saw a lot of discussions and people and, and kind of monitoring some of the groups that I'm in in regards to the basketball front. What do we do? I think, you know, to, to fix sort of the issues they've had with, you know, attendance and stuff, uh, the attendance problems are, that's, it's, it's such a big, huge beast. We, we, that would be a whole podcast in itself, but I think the new, I think I really do hope that the the new AD has experience in a basketball sense, um, and in terms of like you know, there's there's a few potential options that are you know kind of related to some of the big programs now. And how do we kind of get this basketball program kind of just the vibes going beyond just oh we need to win games in the NCAA. I, I think there's some opportunities. Um, the, the, you know, the, the biggest, the biggest mistake Tom did in my, in my opinion is turn the NC as, as when he moved the, the team downtown um, to the Yum center, it just became too corporate. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's one thing Vince was trying to rectify. You know, he had a few games where folks who normally sit in the upper deck and the upper deck is way different in the Yum center than it is at freedom hall. Um, he brought them down to, to lower level seats. And I know some folks had some really great experience in some of those games. Um, it's, it, it's, so, it's so funny though, because something like that almost seems really secondary, but I think answering that question changes so much. If right. you can get the fan base just feeling positive, right? Everything improves, and part yeah. of that is just getting juice back, man. I don't know. I mean, I know it's probably not realistic for the ticket prices. You can't really do that, but finding I think you data, should. You, you should, but I, I just don't know how many. What the reality of that is, I'm not going to speculate like I do. But if you can, you should. But what you got to do is engage the fan base and like 
like I said, I feel like that almost kind of seems secondary with everything swirling around. But if you can engage the fan base, then all of your problems become a lot less real. Yeah. Like if you can engage the fan base now and say Louisville gets in band, but you can kind of manage that that engagement throughout that, then that's huge. That's a huge hurdle that you've just climbed. But if you don't do that and a postseason ban happens and you get a lame duck coach here with the football program, it's going to be terrible yeah. on all fronts. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be rough. You, you got to answer that question first. Definitely. Definitely. Couldn't agree more. Um, I want to run this by you. Maybe we close out on this. Um, looks like Brett Dawson, the career journal just dropped a list of potential AD candidates. And I want, I don't know if you have any takes on any of these. Um, the, it looks like it's an alphabetical order. Um, Amy Calabrese or Calabrese, who is the associate athletic director and the senior woman administrator, which feels like a typo, Brett. I don't know. <laughs> um, former U of L soccer player. I think just like she manages all the women's sports. It sounds like okay. what that is, if that makes any sense. Uh, Derek Cowherd, who's the associate athletic director for diversity, equity, and inclusion at U of L. Um, Cardinal football player, Josh Herod, who we've mentioned, Kenny Klein, that name has come up. A few people have joked about it. Um, someone mentioned, uh, it's mentioned here that Florida Scott Strickland was the athletics communication director at Kentucky before taking over at Florida for the AD job. And then Devin Thomas, whose name has come up a lot. He works at Gonzaga, um, is their number two there. He is, um, He's kind of just been on the West Coast. I'll just stop you and tell you that give Kenny Klein whatever he wants. <laughs> Dude, the Kenny Klein book, people have been joking about the Kenny Klein book. It's going to be just an absolute masterclass. And that dude is like the nicest person ever. And he puts up with bullshit pretty much every day. So, yeah. Kenny Klein for president. I, Kenny I Klein for president. Do it. Yeah. Well, that's it. Let's end it there, Chris. This was good. This was fun. Thanks everyone for hopping in. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we will have more podcasts. We'll do, uh, everyone fill out, fill out the, the, the U of L basketball rankings. We have like not that many responses, but we'll do, we'll, maybe we'll pot about that in the next game since we're putting this out. I thought we might do it before, but not. So, um, okay. Chris, thanks as always. Thanks, man. I'm we'll glad this do, was uh, a <laughs> feel a little bit better. A little better. It was great to hear from the people. Thanks, everyone, who hopped in. And if you're listening at home, uh, thanks for listening as well. Uh, if if or, well, you're listening at home, but if you're listening, I mean, after this this Twitter spaces, uh, you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for doing that as well. Uh, all right, go cards. Thanks, everyone, and we will talk to you next time. Cheers. Mm-hmm.